Good morning and welcome to Sidman United Methodist Church and welcome to the live stream if you are joining us um, from somewhere else today. Please stand and join in the hymn of comfort, God will take care of you. It's number 47 in the hymnal or the words will be on the screen. Affirmation of Faith, Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6 and 13 through 18. We'll read this responsibly. You have searched me, O Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before. You lay your hand upon me. 
Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Please be seated. And on the back of your bulletin, there are some announcements. Um, so for Sidman, youth group starts next week. So if you're in grades 6 through 12, um, anyone can attend. And that starts at what time? 5 o'clock next week. Um, so that's always a great time. I enjoyed my memories from youth group. Um, and then there's some Beaverdale and Dunlow announcements. Um, today is Holy Communion, and on Sunday the 18th, there's a charge conference at 6.30 and a PPR meeting at 6 o'clock at Beaverdale. Does anyone have any other announcements? There's no Okay. Then... Um, open your hymnals to 326. Please stand and we will sing the hymn of forgiveness softly and ten. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Have thine own way, Lord. 371. Sorry. <laughs> 371. <laughs>
Please be seated. Do we have any joys? Any joys? Yes. How, how many times? Oh, it's number four. Number four. Great, great grandmother. Son. Son. Well, you're still a great grandmother, whether it's a boy or a girl. Grandma of grandma. Great grandma and great grandma. Oh, you already, you already took a card. Any other joys? We're mumbling about something. We have a joy to, uh, no, no joy, okay. Okay, what? Your your great grandchildren call you what? Gigi. G G. No, G G. G G. A famous song by G G. I don't remember how it goes, but a famous song by G G. Is in some musical with Maurice Chevalier. What was it? Way of the Wind. Way of the Wind. I don't know. Was that a musical or a movie? I, I don't, Maurice Chevalier was in it. He was not the star. There was some American star. I don't remember who it was. Gene Kelly, maybe, or Fred Astaire, or, no, it wasn't either one of those. I forget who it was. You remember? No, we don't, okay. But Gigi, Gigi, it'll come to me eventually. Probably doing a prayer. Your, your great-grandchildren call you Gigi. Is that a popular term here in the central Pennsylvania? Not really? No? Gigi. Okay. Any, how about concerns? Do we have any concerns? Do we have any concerns? Who broke his pelvis? Brady. Who did I meet at the bank yesterday? He couldn't get money out. So when he finally got money out, I went and I got money out. So I went and he came by the car and I said, are you on the football team? Every kid that comes by, I ask, are you on the football team? And this one actually said, yes. I said, well, I'm addressing you next Thursday night. Give me some advice. What, you know, what are you looking for? How'd the game go? He never said we lost. He just said we had two touchdowns called back. And I kept waiting for him to say, you know, we won or we lost. He said, what was, what was the score? Seven to 18 or something like that. But he never said we lost. I didn't say it to him either because he was bigger than me. He was bigger than me, probably a, 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 a tight end or something like that. And I forget his, uh, forget his name. It was a unique first name. Broke his, uh, Brady broke his pelvis. They had to take him out on a stretcher to the ambulance and all that sort of stuff? No? He was able to get up and walk off the field? Oh, he didn't play. I was going to say, when did he break his pelvis if he didn't play? Sitting on the bench? There's no bench. What? Sounds like my personal trainer anytime I go, oh, don't lean, you can't lean. 
She puts me through this, you know, an hour workout, and I say, and I'm leaning. No, don't leave. You can't lean. They can't sit down. How about the other team? Do they get to sit on benches? And it was a way game. Did they have benches at the place they played Friday night? No? Okay, you know, I, won't, I won't follow through with it then. No other concerns? Thomas? And so is Brady. Is that it? No? What did he say? Trent, I got Trent. But I well, a football player from Portage was taken off the field in an Did they have benches at the Portage? No. What is that? Is that something with uh, all the league's teams around here? They have to stand up the whole time? Boy, I was glad I was in the band. I got to sit down the whole time. That's it? Okay. Four. Oh, wait a minute. Miwa. What did he say? Neela. 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 Neela with an M. Mila with an M. I'm sorry, I'm reading what was handed to me. Yes, there's one more. Miranda, Clayton, and Dan. Dan. The only thing uh, I've I found so far, I, I went Thursday night to get a feel of what, what takes place. And the meal was being served outside Thursday night because there was an open house scheduled for later that night. Next week it's going to be inside. You know, they, they practice, I don't know when they start, but they practice till 5 or a little after 5 o'clock. And then they come in and shower, and then they come in and sit down and listen for the message. Meanwhile, they're starving to death. So you have to keep, I have to keep that in mind while I'm giving, I can't keep it too long because they're liable to eat me. So I better, you know, just take a couple fingers, fingers off. They're, they're starving to death. Okay, all right. Enough of benches. So let us enter into our atmosphere of prayer as we raise our voices up to God Almighty. Let us pray. O Lord our God, the author and giver of all good things, we thank you for all your mercies and for your loving care over all your create creatures. We bless you for the gift of life, for your protection around about us, for your guiding hand upon us, and for the tokens of your love within us. O heavenly God, make us wise for a right use of your benefits that we may render an acceptable thanksgiving unto you all the days of our lives. We pray for the good health, well-being, and for the members of this congregation, their family, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement personnel, the military, especially Second Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for health workers. We pray for the leaders of our country, our community, and our church. And we put extra prayer for our country who's going through difficult times. 
We pray for those people who are having to deal daily with health issues. Uh, some are being addressed by doctors, some are, are not. We, we just give us the strength to deal with the issues we're having to deal with with our health. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth and the success in, the, in, in their new school year. We pray for Thomas, and we pray for, for Brady, who has a broken pelvis. And we pray for the boy, the football player from Portage, who had to be carried off the field, Trent. And we pray for Mila and Miranda Clayton. We pray, pray for Nancy Bassett and Jean Ivanko. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that had come to the people's spirit while we were praying, let them take this time to get that, bring that name to your attention. Dear Lord, let us now bring our prayer time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would the ushers please come forward for the presentation of our tithes, gifts, and offerings. God, we thank you for this opportunity, this weekly opportunity to come on this first Sunday in the new month of September to worship you, to sing your hymns, to read your psalms, and to hear your word. 
We thank you, dear Lord, and we thank you for these tithes and gifts and offerings that have been given by the congregation and these young boys who are here to present it to you. We thank you for all this, dear Lord, and we pray this in Jesus Christ, our Savior, our teacher, master, teacher, and friend. Amen. Seated. Our lectionary reading for the day is from the Old Testament. It's from Jeremiah, chapter 18, verses 1 through 11. This is going to be the message that I delivered to the team on uh, Thursday, Thursday night. At the, pot, at the potter's house, it's called in, in my Bible. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. If at any time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, and if that nation I warn repents of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict on it the disaster I had planned. And if at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, and if it does evil in my sight and does not obey me, then I will reconsider the good I had intended to do for it. Now therefore say to the people of Judah and those living in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Look, I am preparing a disaster for you and devising a plan against you. So turn from your evil ways, each one of you, and reform your ways and your actions. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I call this being of use or being useless. And the message today is about a choice between useless or being the person God created you to be. Somebody of use. The parable of the potter is unlike any other parable in that it's a story of deeds and not just words. Think of yourself as a piece of clay. The potter's wheel stands for the circumstances of daily life, and the potter is God. God sent the prophet Jeremiah to the potter's house in order to be taught a lesson, to take something away, to learn something from it. And in being there and watching the potter work, Jeremiah heard God's voice through what he was seeing. You are being shaped and reshaped throughout your entire life, even now, by being passed from one potter to another potter. Your experience comes through different potters by way of sports, education, Scouting, heroes, mentors, pastors, family, and many other ways. 
your rough spots are smoothed out and your blemishes are removed. Throughout this lifelong process, you will find that your character is revealed and built upon. Over time, you will become more like Christ. As you give way to God, he begins reshaping you into the person he created you to be. As the potter pumped the wheel with his feet, the clay went round and round and round, just like life. Is your life just going round and round and round? Where are you going? Why isn't anything happening? Where is all of this heading? See yourself going round and round and round and round. Then you will feel his touch and you are reminded of his presence. But as he begins to shape you, you will become aware of his pressure. When you feel the pressure of life, the problems, trials, struggles, if you're not careful, you may say, that's enough, I've had it. However, you have the ability to jump off the wheel and say, I'm tired of going round and round and round. I'm tired of the pressure. I'm going my own way. So you jump off only to go splat on the ground. Finally, you will say with a submissive voice, Lord, pick me up again. And he does. He refashions you into a ball, plops you back on the wheel, and the process begins again. I'm convinced that you go through far too many cycles on the wheel because you give up at the very point where you're almost shaped up. You try and get out of your circumstances saying, no more, Lord, <coughs> I've had enough. Finally, you begin to learn the secret of submitting. Have your way, Lord. You'll say, I'm tired of splatting. So the Lord spins you round and round and round <coughs> in your daily circumstances. And then he begins to pressure and shake you. After that, he turns on the heat. There's no way to make clay firm without heat. There should be no doubt that our lives are in the hands of God. Resist the hands of God, the potter, and you will be damaged, thrown into the rubble heap, rubble heap, rubbish heap, with all the other useless things. Submit yourself into God's hands like clay in the potter's hands, and your chances increase in becoming the person God intended you to be. God has given you the choice to make. Remain stubborn, defiant, ignoring God, being broken down and destroyed like a dried up piece of clay. That is useless. Submitting yourself into the hands of the master potter, God, letting him shape you and reshape you until you are the person he created you to be. Being of use 
instead of being useless. There's nothing more pleasing to God than that. Let us pray. Hear these words that come from the prophet Isaiah in his chapter 55, verses 10 and 11. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, do not return to it until watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Now at the conclusion of Holy Communion, uh, somebody left off the, uh, of the bulletin, we will be saying the Apostles' Creed. So we're all, you all, everything is on the screen for you. Okay? So we're all set? The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, gave thanks to you. And broke the bread. Gave it to his disciples and said, take it, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Now on the Holy, I've asked Taylor to help with the uh, serving of communion.
And when the Holy Spirit moves you, please come forward. We'll give you a piece of bread, take a cup, and return to your seats. No, please, come to the Lord's table. Take this bread, which is symbolic for the body of Christ who died for you, me, and everybody. Take and eat and do this in remembrance of the sacrifice made for us by Jesus Christ the Savior. Boy, this bread is cute.
love. It'll be there all day. The juice we drink comes at the end of the Lord's Supper. Let it wash away the sins we have confessed, never again to be mentioned. Take this juice and drink, knowing that you have been forgiven. Go forth in peace, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And have a good Labor Day weekend. Amen. Now let us stand and recite the Apostle Creed together. Let us begin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried, he ascended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father. And thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us remain standing as we sing our hymn of forgiveness, Wonderful Words of Life, number 270 in our hymnal.
May you all go out and be like Jeremiah. Try to learn what the God, what the message God is trying to send to you in all the circumstances that you find yourself in. That's one way that he can be speaking to you. So pay attention to what you're doing and try to pay attention to what God is having you do and what God is saying to you. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. Amen.